0: What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast. We talk about everything. Men's health related, more than anything, we're looking for the solutions when it comes to men's health, when it comes to physical health, sexual performance, and of course, male enhancement. And I'm your host, CJ Rodriguez, fat loss expert, online coach, what I do and what I love to do. And today we are blessed in the fact that we had a wonderful, wonderful interview with Daniel Hogg, and I don't want to screw up his name, (laughs) and he spelled that H-A-U-G-E. And he is the founder of Passion for Achievement, the number one best-selling author and obsessed with building a world-class lifestyle through personal growth tools. And he started Passion for Achievement because he couldn't stand the amount of wasted potential he saw everywhere, right? He looked and he saw people, especially those that are currently held back by being overwhelmed, procrastination, lack of clarity. And he realized that there could be so much more that they could be getting out of life. So his whole goal with passion for achievement is to eliminate wasted potential. Right. And this happens through everything from the videos that he's got to the PDFs to all the stuff available and obviously the coaching that he offers. Right. And his whole purpose and what we kind of got got into today and in this episode was how much of people are just living lives where it's kind of like, you know, you got no target. <laughs> you got no clarity. And you don't really know how to develop habits. And that's kind of the one thing that he focused on, which I 100% agree with, because that's the same thing I do with my clients. Like, hey, let's nail one thing first, and then we'll worry about the others, and then we build on it. And gradually, you know, you see major change, but it usually starts with a small change in trajectory, right? And that's the thing that, you know, Daniel does, which I am super, man, I love seeing it. I love seeing it because he's a young dude, but he has mastered this at a very young age. And I think he's going to make very, very big things happen in the future. And again, I mean, he's making the world a better place. And that's what I love to see, man. I love to see the fact that we are seeing positive engagement and positive contributions from the youth, from the younger dudes, right? And I think it's just, honestly, it's it's wonderful to see. And, you know, he, it didn't come without his own trials. You know, he escaped years of drug use, crime, mental illness. You know, he, he's was working in a warehouse, climbed up to the top, you know, and built passion for achievement with thousands of customers all over the world. Number one best-selling author on Amazon, you know, built his dream physique in six months, love and relationship. All these good things that this man has been able to achieve has come from, I believe, you know, his mindset and his approach. And obviously the beauty of it is that he's able to share that system with us. So I'm truly grateful that he was on the show, able to share all the stuff that he's been able to learn and all that good knowledge. So again, be sure to check it out. All of the links are always in the description. If you guys want to see more, learn more about Daniel. And for all you guys who are, you know, always looking to learn more about, hey, you know, the male enhancement side of things, you know, all the enlargement, all that good stuff that's always available. Just check out MasculineHealthSolutions.com. Website is still up um and as far as you guys that want to lose fat get ripped or if you just have any questions in general always be sure to send me dms or the emails you know all that stuff is available on the website as well you know been receiving it and there's a couple of topics that i do want to discuss probably do like a solo cast episode here in the near future just to discuss some of the recurring themes in regards to PE. you know and uh different training modalities and just my opinion i think there's a lot of different ways that we can go about doing you know the same thing but just like weightlifting you know some guys can train olympic lifting some guys can do five by five and other guys can do eight by twelves and we can all see success in different ways whether it be strength you know hypertrophy whatever the case may be but there are different ways to crack that stone you know i like supersets other guys hate them (laughs) so there's always different ways to go about it and if you are looking to get shredded you know lose that fat just know in the new year here And the last week here of December, you know, I'm going to be launching something specially for us, you know, for the guys that listen to the podcast and obviously the guys that follow me on Instagram, all that good stuff. So just keep that in mind. If you're kind of been thinking about it for a while, you're like, I do want to get in shape. I do want to get ripped. You know, take that plunge, man. Don't think about it. You want to get rid of those gelatinous titties, baby. (laughs) Shouts out to Danny. Um, uh, Danny, you know, he's already on his fitness journey and he's like, bro, I love it when you say that. He's like, I always get a laugh. So that one's just for you, Danny. (laughs) And again, if you guys want to get rid of the jiggle, get rid of that fat, just stay ready and just know that, you know, big things are coming, right? So we're going to have a pretty cool system and a pretty cool program that I'm working on specifically for guys that are looking to get in shape and want to start the new, new year off right So again, for any inquiries, any questions you guys might have, be sure to send me a DM, be sure to send me a message. But that's enough of my yapping. Let's jump into today's episode with Daniel Hug. Um, And he is the author and founder of Passion for Achievement. And again, the link is in the description. All right, let's jump on in to today's episode. Before we get started, one more thing. If you want to get any PE gear, be sure to check out TotalManshop.com. That is TotalManshop.com. And use the promo code MHS2020. Promo code is MHS2020. And get 12% off. Be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality PE equipment. Alright? And that's promo code MHS2020 for 12% off. And... The website, once again, is totalmanshop.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where I am joined by Daniel Haig, all the way from Denmark who uh you know it's a little bit late but he's still here to tell us a little bit more about how to live a passionate life and about how to develop yourself as a man He is the author and founder of passion for achievement which is something that we're going to jump into a whole lot more but first and foremost daniel ask everybody how are you doing today man
1: thanks a lot Mm -hmm. man i've I've been looking forward to this thanks for having me i've I've been uh, pretty excited all day as you said this is the end of my day i've been looking forward to this all day so
0: yeah for sure (laughs) good, feel good that's good, man. I've been looking forward to this conversation too. I mean, when it comes to optimizing human performance and all that, like, and it's interesting because I, I kind of got started in the same boat as you for me. It really started changing about 2020 where I'm just like, okay, I'm passionate about, you know, physical fitness. You know, I learned the, the male enhancement side of things. And that to me kind of opened my eyes to like, okay, well, what about developing the mind and all these other things? But that's kind of where I want to jump into your story. What was the catalyst? And, you know, where did this really begin for you? Did it begin when you were like a teenager and you're like, yo, I want to develop myself to be the best man possible. Where did your journey for personal development really begin and why?
1: Great question. So very early in life, I started getting a bit off, a bit of, uh, a bit off track in life. I started to hang around the wrong people, started skipping school, started, um, you know, doing alcohol, smoking, drugs uh very very early in life which which like i said completely off track and um it actually got pretty bad it 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 got to the point where i felt like i have to turn this around or i'm not gonna get that old you know I'm, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be 25 if i continue this way and so i decided to to really go all in and i decided that if i was gonna do this if i was gonna actually take my life seriously i wasn't just gonna build a normal life just you know, just stand in some factory for 70 years. I was going <laughs> to be the best that I could possibly be in, in every way possible. I wanted what I what I call a world-class life built around all my values and all those things. So, so what I did was I started uh, uh, wishing for books on personal development for Christmas, for birthdays. Um, I started working a lot. I was working as a cashier full-time by day and then I was working as a cashier uh, sorry as a dishwasher at night um just working for obviously minimum minimum pay everything I made just went into books and courses and coaching and, and 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 mentorship on personal development so um so yeah that's that's where that started and then with time when I started actually seeing results you know I started seeing like tangible results like my health was getting better i was uh, more productive i was making more money everything was, was getting better i just uh I, I got more and more interested in turning a business um turning it into a business right and and, mm-hmm. and 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 helping others with the the results that i've been enjoying so
0: that that's how it all started for me yeah that's awesome man and it's 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 one of those things that i love to see personally it's kind of like the underdog story right so you start from the bottom you worked your way up you didn't ask for a handout, you know, it's like you hustled your way up to the top. And that's one of those things that I think is really validating in your journey, right? It's kind of like you weren't there just waiting for somebody to be like, oh, are you gonna pull me up? It's like, no, you know, I'm gonna start my journey, start moving forward and start making this thing happen. And the other thing that I wanted to ask you right there, you mentioned something about your health kind of being one of the biggest things that you noticed the biggest change. Um, what was it in your health specifically that you said like, okay, I see how I can change my life. What was the feeling of? I feel better. If you could explain it from where you were coming from to where you got to.
1: Right. So, so before I committed to changing my life, I was screwing up my health in just about every way you can imagine. Right. No exercise. Uh, the only food I was eat, eating wasn't really food. Right. It was just packaged crap. It was like I said, alcohol, cigarettes. Um, drugs stuff like that so so my health was probably as bad as it can be at that young of an age without having like uh, an illness or something like that um so obviously i didn't look good i didn't have any energy i didn't have any confidence you know when you look yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. it, it wasn't it wasn't a great uh it wasn't a great reflection so if i want to get more tangible about what i started seeing well i started going to the gym more um so i could see a very very tangible increase in, in muscle mass first of mm-hmm. all um that actually happened faster than i thought it would i didn't really i didn't do any like uh steroids or anything i did i did i, I, I eat what well, i ate well and i trained well and i just really started seeing some like i said tangible results Mus- muscle mass went up really fast and then once i had decent amount of size i figured let's cut this bad boy right let's (laughs) let's let's shred i did that um which again i was very fortunate to see very powerful results very quickly i got i got i think at one point i was 92 kilos with an eight percent body fat and i am around six foot i was very proud of that that was kind of like my dream physique i was very very proud of that um And yeah, man, and then once, you know this, I don't need to tell you, the audience, (laughs) this, but once you start with a little bit of muscle mass, you start a little bit of uh, lower body fat, you have some more energy. Mm -hmm. It just the the benefits just start to compound because now you're confident, right? And now you've proven to yourself a certain, a couple of things like your discipline and you can set goals and achieve them and you can actually change certain things about your life and about yourself. And, and then we just, you know, we just get the ball rolling and, uh yeah yeah
0: that's awesome because I, I mean for me that started off when i was like 15 16 where i discovered that one thing and i mean honestly it didn't really change the trajectory of my life because at that time i was so immature that i'm like this is perfect because now i'm going to use this to go to the clubs and find girls <laughs> you know? Oh, it wasn't yeah. actually something good that you know like i actually could have used as a catalyst to move me forward in some other aspect of life but it's, it's one of those things that I think is kind of one of the building blocks that all men kind of need to see is like, okay, how much can I develop myself physically? And then that's usually a precursor for other things. Unfortunately for myself, early on, it's like I discovered it and squandered it. And then now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, but that confidence kind of held through. And it's interesting that you mentioned the confidence piece. But my next question now in regards to that, it's like, okay, so you develop the physical side of things. What was the next thing that you're like, okay, I developed the body. You know, I can control my physique. What's next? Was it more stepping into the mental side of things or like a spiritual side of things? Like, what was the next challenge that you said, okay, I beat this one. I want to do this next.
1: Right. I think I think that would probably be sharing my personal development successes and, and, and rewards with with others so what i started doing was i would i would make some free videos i would write some free small little ebooks that today i would probably be embarrassed about right but but there is like <laughs> my first attempts at helping people and i started seeing that people liked them and they they shared with me the results that they had now gotten from the things that i had shared with them and um yeah i think i think that was probably the the next big thing but also just all the the small little things that you That you tweak in your life like it's very exciting to sit here and say i went from abusing drugs and all those things and now i'm an author and blah blah blah." that's awesome i love that and i'm very proud of it but also the small small little things the little tweaks you make in yourself in your life that just forever makes your life maybe three percent better or seven percent better whatever if you stack those yeah that's gonna that's gonna add up for sure so
0: that's interesting because I mean, obviously, I was reading in your profile and stuff where you were talking about habit development and how that can really change the trajectory of your life. And even for myself, I completely agree with you on that because it's almost. Be sure to check out we where all masculine health solutions listeners get 30 percent off with the promo code mhs28 that is promo code mhs28 if you check out gel2grow.com you can check out the bombs the ball stretchers and coaching if that is what you're interested so be sure to check it out to get your pe journey started the right way with the bombs and all the other good things that they have and of course the coaching but be sure to use the promo code mhs28 that is promo code mhs28 for 30 percent off like when you start working on these small little habits, it's the tiny things that you're right, they compound over time. I kind of view it the same way as compound interest, right? If you Mm -hmm. do this one little thing and then you take a look 10 years down the road and you're like, holy shit, like I can't believe I did all that, but it all started off from one little shift and it's like one little degree to the right, you know, five degrees over, all of a sudden it just changes the trajectory of your life completely. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think, you know, as a coach and somebody that I help, you know, people as well, it's one of those things where it's like, OK, I'm not looking to change your life completely right now. Let's just make a little shift. And a question I have for you now, it's like when you're getting people to make that shift, how do you go about it? Because it's almost like I think we all have our own styles, but how do you go about saying, like, OK, you know what? I want you to be a high performer in life. But how do you take somebody from like, let's say that low place, maybe that low frequency place to like now? Hey, you know what? Let's step it up a little bit. Do you go full force or what does your technique kind of look like? great
1: question so so first of all i believe that the first step always no matter what is some kind of clarity and and that doesn't sound sexy you know you usually people want to hear about what well, this 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 productivity hack saved me 7 minutes a day or whatever but honestly something that's really really powerful is, is 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 clarity so what do i mean by that well first of all know what it is that you want so very few people actually know this like if you go ask some stranger on the street where do you want your health to be in six months? What do you want your, your muscle mass, your body fat, your energy, your confidence? Where, where would you like to be in three months, six months, a year? No one has any clue where they're going. And I, I like to I like to use this analogy. I don't know if you guys in Canada call it
0: soccer or football. You say you say Oh, we say I mean we know it is football, but it's more American football, so everybody calls it soccer. But then we got a lot of like international people now, so it's like now with MLS growing and stuff, everybody's like yeah, it's a combination of the two things, but it's soccer for the most part. <laughs> right, right. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll say soccer. Um, I, I, I usually tell people this. Imagine you're on a soccer field and there are no goals, right? So what are you going to do? Where are you going to run? What are you going to optimize? What are you going to do better? What are you going to do less of? What are you going to do more of? Who, who are you going to ask to help you achieve, You know, score a goal? You can't do anything if you don't know what it is that you're trying to do. So, wow. so that's why everyone... Well, not everyone but a lot of people are just walking around like headless kick- uh, chickens because that's what it would look like with a soccer game with, with no goals so so clarity figure out what exactly it is that you want and um in, in health for example it's to me it's not always enough to just say i want to be bigger mm-hmm. cool and you do one one Bench press session, you'll be maybe 1.1 percent bigger tomorrow, and you won because you wanted to be bigger, and now you're bigger. Yeah. You know, be be more exact. Is there a certain weight or a certain look, a certain whatever? And I, same thing for for money and business. People will tell me, then I want I want to have more money." Cool. Here's a dollar. W- what's next? You know, <laughs> what's next? So so I would rather hear. You know, I want to make 13 grand a month we 70% margins in my business or whatever whatever um so that's that's the first step always before we start making habits or systems before we start optimizing we got to figure out what like we we're, we're working towards and um usually we'll we'll talk about what I call the pillars mm-hmm. of your world class life so so your definition of a world class life is probably different to me to mine maybe not too different because we seem to be very alike in many yeah. ways we're, a bit entrepreneurial both of us we like fitness we like but um but still we, we're all different so we have different perfect lives or ideal lives mm-hmm. or world-class lives. so so what makes up a world-class life well that would be our values right so some people may value freedom a lot yeah. and I, I work i work with all kinds of high-performing uh, people, but often who I work with are like entrepreneurs and business people and stuff like that. And sometimes you'll have someone whose his main value in life is freedom, but he's built a business that needs him to be in the office ten hours a day, six days a week. And it's like, man, you you build you build a profitable business, and everyone is jealous of you. But but you you have you're actually further away from the life that you wanted than you were before you built the business. So. Um, and the same thing goes for health and all these things. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, we, we identify the key values or pillars, as I call them, and, and then you can actually go further. And let's say one of my main values are um, is confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can go further and say, okay, what gives me the feeling of confidence? Well, maybe one of them is doing my best with my work. Maybe another one is looking good um and even that one you can go further down right and say okay looking good what does that mean is that your physique is that your your hair is that how you dress is that your posture um so we will really paint a very very clear picture of what this person's world-class life would look like and then you can start doing what, what you just said as well take one little change there you make one little tweak there you add this one little habit you remove this little habit and you start tweaking and then and then once you have that, you can start scaling that, which mm-hmm. we can talk about later. But um, but yeah, that's how we usually start. Well,
0: it's interesting to me because <clears throat> the clarity piece, I think a lot of people are missing that, man. And it's, not, it's almost like in every aspect of life. Even for myself, when I got started too, originally it was like, you're right. It's like you're playing a soccer game, but you have no goals. You're just like, I'm just here on the pitch doing whatever. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, I don't really know. You know it's like are we playing defense i'm like ah well we're not playing defense we're not playing offense we have no idea what we're doing we're just here having fun running around in circles until you really set that goal for yourself We're like okay i need to score this goal now and it's all of a sudden you start building and that starts compounding obviously you start working on that and to your point it's kind of like the detailed goals too i think is something that you know makes a lot of sense but another thing that I, i was thinking about as you were saying that was okay you may set a goal and people may have these goals how can procrastination comes into play for a lot of people that know what they want because there are people that have clarity but they're like ah you know what i'll I'll work on it tomorrow or you know what today's not a good time you know that new netflix show just came out how do you go about getting these people in kind of the right frame of mind even if they have clarity but they're still kind of putting things off absolutely that's that's
1: a great question so so first of all i would just like to say that Um, so let's assume they actually have a crystal clear clarity down to the very, um, because some, sometimes people will feel like they have clarity, but maybe they've only like scratched the surface of, of, you know, maybe they, they, they know they want to make 80,000 a year, but they have no idea if they want to be working a hundred hours per week for that or two hours. They, They don't, so still, even then I would probably often try and get more clear, but let's say they're, they're absolutely clear and they're still fascinating. Um. Oftentimes it can be because of feeling of, of overwhelm, it can be doubts, it can be it can be a bunch of things. So you definitely want to remove those, uh, which is what I do with with a client would we'll try, obviously remove the doubts, which working with someone that holds you accountable and has a proven system and all these things will obviously help with that. But often it's, it's the overwhelm um, and it's the here's another thing that's often in the way is that people will often rely on things like willpower on things Mm. like motivation on things like okay if i feel good and i have the time and the stars align then i'll go to the gym and the problem is that's very inconsistent but it's also difficult you know people think it's difficult being disciplined sometimes when i'm when i'm really focusing on my my weightlifting and i'm there whenever i say i'll, I'll be there people are like isn't that isn't that exhausting no mm-hmm. you know what, what what's exhausting what's exhausting is having to fight myself every eighth day or every tenth day <laughs> when i say maybe i should go to the gym no i don't want do to maybe I, I really should do it no i don't, I don't i'm not feeling like it mm-hmm. when it's a system when it's something you just do so instead of willpower it's a system you know instead of motivation it's it's discipline and habit and routine that is that is key so so what i usually try to do clients is that we we use willpower it's not useless but we use willpower Mm -hmm. to start the 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 development of a routine a system a habit and then as soon as possible we want to get away from the willpower we want to get away from having to make a decision i like to i like to say it like this i am uh, I do a lot of uh, MMA and, and Muay Thai and stuff like that. I do it for, for for cardio because I'm not getting it otherwise. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm telling you, I don't care how good of a fighter you are. If you fight a hundred times a day, let's, let's imagine that, right? You get in the ring, hundred different people you have to fight Oof. every day, or maybe the same person. Regardless, you're not going to win a hundred percent of those. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you are. You're not you're going to lose some of those. That's how most people are are going through their days you know they wake up and they're like oh should i snoo- should i snooze right now or should i i should get up no i should snooze No, i should get up and then they're like okay should i eat healthy lunch or should i grab uh, some processed crap should i eat this this chocolate bar should i go to bed or should i be on my phone their entire day is just consisting of a ton of fights because mm-hmm. everything is a decision Everything is a decision. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how how much willpower or strength you have, whatever. You're going to lose a bunch of those fights. So what I like to do is remove the decision. So so the the example I usually give people is if you put a piece of cake or or a salad in front of me and you tell me I have to pick which one I I want. You know, I can I can decide. Dude, I'm picking the cake every single goddamn time. <laughs> But then, why am I eating healthy foods like ninety nine point nine percent of the time? Why, why am I never eating cake? Because the decision is not there. I don't have to t- make the decision. It's just it's just there. I know it's in my fridge. Everything is awesome in there, dude. Mm, <laughs> Everything yeah. is awesome. It Tastes great. It's healthy. It has the right macros. It's <laughs> it's it's the system. And so so um, yeah. In fear of getting a little bit off off track and just ranting, I will I will say that that you gotta automate stuff, you gotta automate it. So we'll use the willpower to get started. And back to what you said earlier, start very, very, very small.
0: Yeah. If, if no, needed, if needed. Yeah, that, yeah, it makes perfect sense though. Cause it's kind of like willpower, motivation, all that kind of stuff is great to get started. It's not mm-hmm. enough to get you through. Cause the thing is people that are highly motivated today, you're right, they're not motivated in like a week's time. It's like, oh, I haven't seen any changes. My motivation's gone, you know, and that's kind of where, oh, willpower. It's kind of like, yes, not many people can really have the willpower to be just like, I'm going to resist, I'm going to resist. And I 100% agree with what you just said right there, too. It's kind of like, for me, it's kind of tough because I got kids and I got to like buy some stuff that they like, (laughs) you know, they got like (laughs) the healthy organic cookies and stuff. And sometimes I'll be like dieting and I'll just be looking at them like, man, I could eat all their lunches right now, but I don't, right? But you're 100% right in that it all comes down to the decisions we make every single day. And it's kind of like that tension too of like, and that's another way that you actually shed light on that I think makes a lot of sense is that when you don't have to make those decisions, you know, you're just going to wake up. Like I'll be honest, man, like I eat the same like five meals every single day. And it just kind of takes the guesswork out of it and it makes things simple. And even for like my clients as well, I'm like, even people that don't realize this, they fall into a rhythm and they fall into habits as well. They just don't even know that they've fallen into them. It's just they're bad habits, <laughs> you know, and it's almost like you pulled them away from it. They're like, okay, let's replace that with something good, something new, and then let's do it a little bit differently. And I think that's where you shedding light on that actually takes that guesswork away from them, right?
1: yeah exactly exactly the more of those decisions you can automate the the better because every time you you're making one of those decisions or or fights as i called it before <laughs> it, it 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 strains you it costs you energy and, and and effort regardless of you're winning or not so even when you're winning it's like you had to you had to kind of fight yourself to, to to get it done which i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying when you can automate it we should do that and like you said Everyone has habits. Like Most people, healthy people and unhealthy people, have a couple of staple meals to eat, right? So mm-hmm. it's not really more effort to eat healthy. It's also not more effort to eat unhealthy. The, the effort is, is kind of changing the diet, changing the, uh, the habits, changing what you've been doing because yeah. that will be the new unnatural for you. And that's where we leverage willpower until that becomes the new natural. And also another thing I'd like to say is the easiest thing in the goddamn world is scaling a habit,
0: okay? Yeah. So elaborate so you can on that. Do th- yeah, you mentioned yeah. that earlier. I want you to elaborate on that.
1: <laughs> if you can, if you can do something for five minutes every Monday, let's say that's uh, maybe that's, that's a cardio, that's a weightlifting, or maybe it's something for your work, or it's if you can do something consistently for five minutes every Monday, you can probably do it for five minutes Mondays and Tuesdays. If you can do that, you can probably do it seven minutes. And if you can do it seven minutes, you can probably do it an hour. And so what I'm, what I'm saying is once it's, it's something that you're doing, once it's a system, and let's just take the example of going to the gym. Again, you you're, you're, you're probably know this even better than I, but what I like to do uh, and what has worked for me is, again, the systems. Um, an example of this is instead of saying, I'll go to the gym when I feel like it, when the time is right, blah, blah, blah. You can you can go, I'll go to the gym Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays after work. Right? That's more a little bit more of a system. And again, if you can do that for fifteen minutes, you can probably do it for twenty minutes as well. And if you can do it for twenty minutes, you can do twenty-five. So the the the, the hardest parts pretty much always for me and for our clients are first the clarity part. Usually that's the, the hardest part. And then getting started. So we just we just scale it all the way now. We just go okay, look, you, you're looking for this, this health uh, goal, health improvement. I want you, to, I want you to drink a glass of water when you wake up on Mondays. That's it. That's all I, all I need you to do. That's all I need you to do. And then we just scale these, these, these little habits. So yeah, scaling a habit is very easy. It's just about it being optimized for what you want to do, what you want to do.
0: And then mm. actually starting it. Interesting. Cause you're right. It's almost like just getting to that point where you kind of realize that I got to make this change and then making that change is actually the hardest thing. Because a lot of people, I think it it comes down to that clarity piece as well, but a lot of people know inherently what they should be doing. It's almost like just making that first step for whatever reason just escapes us as human beings. Because I think a lot of us deep down, we know, it's it's, it's almost like we know what we should be doing. And even with some of the clients that I work with, I'm like, you know what you should be doing. I'm just here to hold you accountable and make sure that you do it, right? and I'll reach out and I'll be like, hey man, I saw you had a pizza. <laughs> you know, I told you, yeah. we're not having the pizza. So the first thing that we gotta do is almost like eliminate certain things and that's kind of like the beginning of their journey as well. But I honestly feel that it is necessary and it's almost like sometimes just the removal of things can be a catalyst to the change that follows afterwards too because it's it's almost like just taking the stuff out, like you mentioned drugs and alcohol and whatever, it's almost like when you take that stuff out, you're like, okay, cool, like if I could do that, what else am I capable of, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that everything kind of works cohesively, like together when you kind of just put all these different things together and you're like, okay, cool. Now, what else can I do? Right. And it's just beautiful to see that you have a system that works for that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, though, is that you mentioned a couple of the pillars, but what are the other pillars in your system that that you use or you employ with your clients to make sure they reach the goals that they have and, and get the results that they, they want?
1: Right, right. So the, the pillars are really just a, another word for for the clients like values the client if i if i told you right now we're gonna we have your we have your life and we're gonna hold up this life with four to seven pillars what would you want those pillars to be in for some people that's security for others it's freedom for some it's it's um, a certain type of health you know it's for some for some it's money for some it's impact for me things that matter a lot to me are freedom um impact and and um and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. these pillars will change from person to person some 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 of them we kind of almost have like most people want some kind of good health right um but some of them will be will be individual and then for each of these pillars we will dive deeper so like i said if one pillar is confidence we'll dive into okay i'm confident when i one um work as hard as i can in my business two, when I look good, and three, when I have a, a social life where I feel like I uh, feel uh, desired by my friends and by, by women or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so if those three are the key ingredients of this one pillar, then, then yeah, we will do that for all, all the pillars. And then what we'll look at is, okay, which one of these pillars that you've set up do we need to work on first right maybe one of them is really painful you you're, you want to be a nine at this one thing but you're maybe a, a two or whatever mm-hmm. uh and by the way we don't always need to be a 10 in everything we do like for me i don't need to be the best at mma in the world it's just a hobby i like to do it if i'm a seven cool that's that you know yeah. um and when i put numbers on these i say 10 is like yeah the <laughs> best you could yeah. possibly have right world class <laughs> right i don't need that for everything not at all and so um yeah so so we would look at which pillar needs work and then we say again let's stick to the the example confidence we'll say okay i'm doing well with my health i'm doing well with my relationships with my finances or whatever but i'm struggling with my health cool oh sorry my confidence cool then we'll look we'll look deeper and we'll see okay the three things that hold up my confidence or, like I said, me working hard when I'm doing things that matter and me looking good and me having a nice social life. I do actually have a nice social life right now, so that's pretty cool. And I, I do feel like I I like how I look. Hmm, I guess the problem must be that I'm not doing my best with work. And then that that's what we would probably start building the systems around. And then eventually, what do you know? You will now have systems that consistently effectively and sustainably moves you forward in this one little thing here. So eventually, that'll probably be one of the things you're, you're, um, you're the strongest at, right? That's one of the strongest pillars for ingredients now. And then you just take the next weak link of the chain and go, hmm, okay, now let's work on my relationships. Again, maybe three out of the four ingredients I'm doing well. But wow. one of these things that make me feel like I have the relationships I want, I am just butchering right now. I'm not doing <laughs> well with that at all then that's the next thing you work on. And and like I said, we use willpower and motivation and effort when we build these systems. But once there are systems, the, it, they're almost effortless in a way. Obviously, if you're going to the gym 90 minutes a day, that's not completely effortless, right? But but like mentally, yeah. it's not something where you have to build a new habit. So, so once you have the habits for the confidence stuff and now for the relationship stuff, now you just keep on stacking these these systems you start small you scale it up once it's scaled up you do the same thing with the next area and i have probably 20 of these systems right that just every single day when i go to bed i know that these important areas of my life are now better because of the systems i put in place than they were when i woke up this morning and and they were all automatic they were all things that i didn't have to make a decision with so so that's my idea of identifying your definition of a world-class life and then consistently progressing towards it with the right systems. That's basically what we do with clients and, uh, and that's, that's what we do. Yeah.
0: Dude. I mean, you really got my, like, you got my wheels spinning now. Cause I'm like, Whoa, okay. I, I see, Now it makes perfect sense. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're right. And you look at the weakest links. It's the same as bodybuilding, I guess, to a degree where it's like, okay, my lateral delts suck. So I got to go work on my lateral delts. My lateral delts are good. Cool. That brings my overall physique like up. So now from a bodybuilding perspective, the judges now see me as being much higher because my overall physique has improved. And to your point, it's kind of like, you know, you keep improving on different things. And all of a sudden, it's like, overall, the whole physique looks incredible. But it obviously starts with like, looking at those weak points. And I was like, oh, man, okay, so this makes sense. This makes sense. It's exactly. a systematic and, approach. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And, and for you to know that your lat is the problem, or your bicep or your calves is the problem, you have to have a certain amount of clarity of what you would like it to look like. Mm-hmm. Right? So,
0: so that's uh, back to the clarity thing. Dude, yeah, because wow, like, yeah, no, you really got my ball. I'm like, okay, okay. <clears throat> Cause it makes a lot of sense from that perspective. And into to your point, obviously the systems that kind of go with it, I just see how everything fell in place right there. Very systematic approach, <laughs> which is why it works so well, I think, and why it's so cohesive. Cause you're right. It's almost like, okay, what do you want? How do we set up the systems, get rid of the tension, build on it, and then have that small bit of progress. And then we scale up every single day. And to your point, like we were talking about earlier, if you just get that 0.1% up, you know, over time, wow. Okay. That makes perfect sense now. <laughs> you know, like now yeah, Mark, I, guess, I see exactly how that works. I'm glad to hear it.
1: And I'm, I'm glad you said it was very um, uh, uh, methodical or systematic. I think yeah, you said. Yeah, systematic, because, man. Very, yeah, well, it's a system. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've always been... I think people may be surprised when, when I tell them I work with, with people because I've always been very interested in systems and numbers and statistics mm-hmm. and percentages and, and how can we tweak this machine here and tweak this machine here. I I, I wasn't really good at the touchy-feely subjects at school and stuff like that. So I, th- I think people are surprised I'm doing this. But as you can now tell, you know, yeah. my approach to helping people is, is very, very much about like systems and being methodical. and. Uh,
0: well, you yeah. kind of need that social engineering piece, I guess, is kind of one way to look at it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, one thing that I, I have this conversation a lot with different people around me about how like, I think humans, we fall into a system and we all fall into an operating system, whether we like it or not. Everybody has an algorithm. I think everybody acts from that algorithm. And the more I look into it, too, it's kind of like, okay, generational trauma, childhood trauma, a lot of these things will dictate who we become as adults, right? And unfortunately, like for me, I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty blessed in that I've talked to different people on the podcast and read a bunch of books about, okay, why do I do this? You know, if, if there's something about me that I don't like, but I'm like, why the hell do I keep doing this? Or why is my relationship failing? Whatever. And then trying to figure out that root cause And that's kind of where I open my eyes to the point or I open my eyes to the fact that, hey, you know what, like some of the things that I learned as a kid are not going to serve me as an adult, but I'm still doing them. How do I let go of this? Okay, I need to do X, Y, Z. I need to develop a new system. I need to like upgrade, right? So it's kind of like, I got to go from the 1.1 1. 1 to the 1.2 to the 1.3, hopefully make it to the 2.0, you know? And it's one of the things that I think we as humans failed to realize, but that's where your background, I guess, with like the engineering side of things, you just realize that, hey, humans were not very different from computers sometimes, you know, it's just our operating system's a little bit different.
1: Yeah. And, and ideally we would like to have a, a bit of, um, objectiveness like being a bit of a bit uh like, like neutral when we mm-hmm. evaluate ourselves and our and that's why i actually really love what you just said you know when you do something you dislike or you're like why do i why am i doing this it's against my values it's against my beliefs it's against mm-hmm. my goals Is why am i doing this and then you kind of look to to identify that right i i think emotions and stuff like that are, are great and, and and you can leverage them for for a bunch of beautiful things but when we want to evaluate things and tweak things about ourselves and our, our lives, it's if we can, it's very helpful to be uh, objective or being, um, yeah, be, being more like, less emotional, right? And I yeah. I think I imagine that's that's a huge part of why I can help people and you can help people. It's because when you have a coach or you have someone who who helps you maybe they have an easier time seeing some of your biases and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that as well so
0: yeah Yeah. no because you're right it's it's almost like as a coach your job is to be neutral to look at the problem itself and then be like okay this is the actual issue i need you to step out of your emotions for a bit and just you know just look at it from this perspective even though it's affecting you and then let's just take a step back and then let's step back into it. <laughs> and it's like, all right, now let's start working on it. And to your point, it's almost like having that extra set of eyes is able to teach you a lot more. Cause sometimes if you're trying to figure something out yourself, it's like your vantage point is going to be skewed by all the emotions and all the different things that you're feeling during that time. Right? So I think you're hundred percent right about that too. But the other thing that I wanted to get into with you is that now you've told me this and I'm like, I want to hear a story about one of, uh, one of your clients and how they went about it, implementing this into their lives and how it changed their lives for the better. You know, like if, if you give us your favorite success story, man, I'd love to hear it. hundred percent. So we have a, we have a recent one, uh, a woman in her early
1: fifties, actually, I believe I, uh, I have a lot of younger clients as well but she was she was in her early 50s which was um, cool and and she had been a little overweight you know not not obese or anything but kind of her, her words were were choppy and and she she wasn't she wasn't happy about that in fact she's been like this for 30 years you know maybe wow. 25 years last time she really liked her body was in her early 20s and ever since mm-hmm. then it had just been this this was well, kind of automatic, but just in the, in a negative way, right? Ate a little bit too much, ate a little bit too much of the wrong things, didn't exercise really at all. And every time she tried, it would be, and I, I would love to touch on this one as well. Um, um, she would be going the quote unquote fast route. Mm. We we see this everywhere today. in In weight loss, it's often something like Eat this herb from Kenya, and you will lose <laughs> 40 pounds in six days. Yeah, seen that. And then, yeah, and then people do that. It's the same thing in the business world, right? Like make a gazillion dollars in three days. Mm, yeah. And obviously that doesn't work. And so then you get overwhelmed. You get, um, you lose a, a sliver of your confidence, maybe a lot of your confidence for next time. And and then months go go by, and she eventually tries again. But still, mm-hmm. she goes the quote, unquote, fast way. And she's just failure and failure and failure. And this, this really hurt her self worth, actually, would, obviously, you can point out a bunch of negative um, issues with, with with this problem, she was unhealthy, because she was overweight and didn't exercise all this things. Mm-hmm. She she didn't like how she looked and all that. But what really, really, really hurt her the most was her self worth, and not because of how she looked, actually, she didn't like how she looked. But the main thing was, kind of like what you said before. Actually, she said, "I want this so bad, yet I'm doing the opposite. Why am I doing this? Why am I eating a bag of chips when I've been almost crying all day about being overweight? Why yeah. can I not change myself? Why can I not change my life? Why can I not change my circumstances? Am, am I just am I weak?" And she used the term, which is uh, this is actually a, a Danish kind. And in Denmark, we have the saying, um, "I have the spine." of an earthworm (laughs) and that means you have like zero willpower or anything yeah so the first thing i told her when i met her was regardless of how little willpower you think you have i promise you have more than me i promise you have more than me and look at my life now let's fix yours um and so yeah that's what made me a little bit emotional about about her was the the self-worth reduction due to her not being able to change her life um Mm -hmm. But also, in a way, it kind of confirmed that I was on the right path helping people mm-hmm. uh, because he def- desperately needed this. Anyway, we decided to go the quote unquote slow route. I told her, okay, you will identify a bunch of things that I, I call them bridge the gap activities because they, they, they are activities that you do that bridge the gap from where you are to where you'd like to be, and these are the activities that we automate and build systems around. And so she said, "Okay, well, I've always been really bad at staying hydrated." I said, "Cool. When you wake up in the morning, you drink a glass of water." And the next part, you, you're probably you're probably not going to agree on as a, as a nutrition <laughs> coach. And I would I wouldn't say this uh, to any client, but with her, I, I said, "I don't care what you do for the rest of the day. If you want to eat bad food, whatever, whatever." i'm not forcing you to exercise whatever all i need you to do is drink this glass of water and once that was consistent which it was the first week already and she was like are you sure this is going to actually help me i said trust me then then i started saying cool with your lunch every day you'll have a glass of water so when you wake up and with your lunch that's all i need you to care about no you can exercise if you want you can eat healthy if you want Mm -hmm. but no like expectations or anything other than i need you to drink this glass of water here here and um eventually we started and again i'm not a nutrition coach or anything like that so so i'm more the person who helps you implement what you know you need to Mm -hmm. do right so she knew what eating healthier would mean for her she knew exercising would be good for her right so i'm not i'm not an expert on that i'm an expert on the implementation so i just told her make this one change in your diet make this one thing you want you want to exercise you want to do some resistance training and you want cardio Cool. This this one little tiny resistance training thing, you will do once a week, and then two, twice a week, and three times. Eventually, she was a machine, right? Hydrated, Mm -hmm. hundred percent of the time. She has, she eats better than probably ninety five percent of people. She gets her uh resistance training in, I think three or four times per week, and then she has her cardio. She she does these um like uh. Teams at the fitness thing where we really get your heart rate up for an hour, and she does that a bunch of times. She's swimming, she's, and uh, she called me, I think two weeks ago. She told me then I, I wanted to tell some. I want to tell you something. We just had at my job, we had these health specialists, whatever, come to our workplace. It was a free opportunity. If we wanted, we could have our blood work done. Certain. Cardio tests and muscle tests, and all these things like the whole deal, right? And I, I scored the highest of, of like everyone. Wow. There, by the way, there were a bunch of 22 year olds, two year old males here with me, <laughs> and, and I crushed them all. They said I, I was younger than I, than I, than my age, in just about every um, um, metric. And so that was awesome to hear. And also, because usually when I say, and this is this was the thing I wanted to touch on, slow is smooth and smooth Mm. is fast right and slow is consistent and slow is something you can get started with and slow can be systematic and all these things fast is very difficult to control and be consistent with so oftentimes slow is faster than fast right what i mean by that is if you build the right systems from from scratch and then you scale those which may seem slow at first. That's probably one of my number one problems with clients is that they will get very impatient in the beginning. They'll be like, come on then let's, let's do this. Um, but what we're talking a few months and they're completely different people, completely Mm -hmm. different people, whether it's their health or their confidence or their business or whatever. A few months, man, you tell me that's slow, right? You tell me that's slow. That's, 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 that's amazing. It's incredible. And, um, and that's what the slow route will, will do for you so that was a, a cool little success story yeah, yeah.
0: no and I mean <clears throat> it just goes back to that first implementation right it's that one little thing and all of a sudden it just tips the scale in the right direction and I, I love to hear that because it's like it goes to show what humans are capable of right with just the minor changes and to your point about you know what smooth is fast because As soon as you get that momentum going on your side, all of a sudden that snowball turns into a massive ball, right? And all of a sudden it just becomes easy and it may look like you're going really fast because then somebody else will look at you and be like, how can you be so disciplined in so many different aspects of your life where it's like, well, it's not that I'm disciplined. I built those systems (laughs) and I built those systems slowly and I built them over time. And now I built that foundation. Now I can just keep building up on it so while somebody's still stuck in the mud trying to get that one thing off the ground it's like this person just figured out the system that worked here and now can apply it to every aspect of their lives right and i think that's wonderful man i I honestly you know kudos to you and and before we go today the one question i have for you is like what is it that you want your legacy to be because you mentioned it earlier kind of in, in your in the pillars i don't know if it's yours necessarily but Impact, I believe, was the one that you mentioned. What kind of impact mm-hmm. do you want to have in the world before you leave, man?
1: First of all, before answering that, I'd like to just quickly uh, touch on what you said about the momentum. Um, one of my my mentors in business, he he told me the two things in the world that scared him the most were momentum and lack of momentum. And and so exactly like <laughs> you just said, momentum is huge. Once you have it, everything is possible. And and guess you know guess what the client that I just told you about guess what happens to her when she just proved to herself that she completely changed the number one area of her life that she struggled with. Um, now she's doing really well like with her social life as well, which she wasn't before. And so now it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of uh, going over to, to all her other areas of her life. So it's exactly like you were saying, you can just stack these habits, these systems on top of each other. So um, my legacy, what would I like? well, I have this maybe maybe it's gonna sound weird, but I I have this little fantasy, if you may, which is imagine imagine I'm I'm on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in Paris or Spain, whatever. I'm on vacation and I'm at a little cafe having coffee, whatever. I leave the cafe. I walk around the corner, and there is someone saying, "Wait, uh, are you Daniel Hauge? I, you're Daniel it. I'm like sure, that's me. And and they say, then listen, I, I bought your your book, or I I saw you on the uh, masculine health solutions podcast, yeah. or I, I I was a client of yours six years ago or three years ago, and and th- this is my A to B story. This is because of you, this happened. Yeah, uh, I want to build passion for achievement, to be a big enough thing. For that to be a possibility, I have had two people here in Denmark that came up to me and they are like, "Hey, Daniel, about I, I, I your about your book, it was, it was great. It was awesome meeting you." And that's great, but it, in Denmark is a very small country. I want I want that to be a possibility on like a, a global scale. Yeah, um, that would be that would be, I yeah, I can't even. <laughs> I <didn't know. laughs> that would that would be incredible.
0: No, and I mean, you know what? If you just stay on the trajectory that you're on. There's no reason why it shouldn't. I mean, that's the vision, right? So that's kind of what I think. You should always aspire to do what it is that you have in that mind. And I mean, the way I kind of see it is that everything, everything that you want already exists in here. It's just kind of bringing it into into the three, you know, into this dimension pretty much. So I kind mm-hmm. of think that it's just a matter of time, dude. Like. It's just a matter of time. You hold on to that vision, and one day you're going to shock yourself we you're going to be probably, you know, who knows, maybe one year down the road, three years down the road, and you're just going to be walking around and be like, oh, snap, I already lived this moment in my mind, right? And it's, it is mind-blowing, dude, because it's kind of like sometimes you don't know it, but I'll you know, i I'll tell you right now, you're probably making a bigger impact than you can possibly even imagine right now, right? It's, it's little things that are stacking up, and when that moment comes, Trust me, it's going to be well worth it and everything, but it's like, hey, you've already made that impact. It's just now you're going to see it come to fruition into this physical manifestation. I think, you know what, that day, it's inevitable, man. So just keep doing what you're doing and and you know what, you're going to get there eventually, dude. Kudos to you, man. But first, before you go, you got to tell us about your book, tell us about your website, tell us about your coaching, all that good stuff, man.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, so I I wrote a book a couple of years ago, which was very much of the same stuff that we're talking about now only it was centered a little bit more about the entrepreneurship deal as well so it was basically Mm -hmm. this clarity stuff here but for entrepreneurs so that we keep the clarity aspect around how you design your business and your life in combination um for passion for achievement which is my main uh well that's pretty much all i I, (laughs) all i work on right now is a company where we sell ebooks, digital courses, and most of all, our most valuable work is, is more personal work. It's more mm-hmm. more client-based work, where, where I, I, I do the uh, one-to-one, for example, or, or one-to-a-small uh, group. Um, and what we essentially do here is, much of what we've talked about here, we would design this vision of the world-class life as best as we could, and then we've designed the systems required for you to consistently move towards that. And... Um, yeah, the website is called Passion for Achievement. So that's passion, the number four, achievement.com. And there's a free, I, I made sure there was a free gift called The Seven Pillars of a World Class Life, which is a completely free PDF, no sign up anything. It's just for you guys to grab if you wanted. So, yep.
0: Yeah. 100%, man. And don't worry, all the links are always in the description. And again, thank you for being on the show, Daniel. You know, I just expect bigger and bigger things from you, man. You got the system down. Now it's just a matter of time. So, but definitely, man, love this conversation. And I look forward to bigger and better things. And you know what? Just keep going on the path that you're going, man. So again, absolute pleasure. And all you guys listening, I hope you guys have a fantastic day.